0: Greetings, y'all, and welcome to another panic attack with Big John. And this one may give you a panic attack if you live in East Palestine, Youngstown, or about a 200-mile radius. I don't know, but I got some questions. And hopefully, our elected leaders and experts will have answers. First of all, hit that like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff here on The Rumble, as well as the other podcast platforms you might be listening on. Um, remember to follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Truth Social at the Real underscore Big John. And let's get into this. This morning, I got a frantic phone call from a friend. I don't know why people call me up frantic. <laughs> Maybe it's because they know I'm I got the backbone of steel and I'm willing to speak and reach out and get some things done. I don't know, but a frantic phone call from a friend. There was this big train wreck in East Palestine a week or so ago. They blew the thing up in a controlled, controlled release, and that was supposed to be safer for all of us. Uh, My buddy's family, they live in Pennsylvania. But they're downwind of this. There are people on the internet uh, putting out uh, maps that have a 200-some mile radius where these chemicals and such could still be leaking into the air. Uh, And they did go up into the atmosphere, up into the air, lower level of the atmosphere, and spread around by the wind and rain and so on. Uh, I've shared a lot of things on my Twitter At the real underscore Big John. So you can look there and see people a lot smarter than I am. Trying to explain some of what's going on. But the frantic phone call was inspired by this. Every day. The editor. Of the Cleveland Plain Dealer puts out a tweet. Or no not a tweet pardon me. A text message. It only goes to subscribers of the plain dealer. So, this was not an ad or an article. This was not an op ed. This was a text message that went to the subscribers from the editor. And it reads as such. Let me uh, mute the relaxation background music for a minute. More than a week after the East Palestine train derailment. Residents there cannot get answers on what the train cars contained. The rail company is notorious for refusing to be transparent and federal investigators into train crashes take months. Pardon me, that should read and federal investigations into train crashes take months. The people who live there report volatile fumes that make their eyes burn so they can't wait for months. We can't wait for, or pardon me, why can't Mike DeWine or the state environmental authorities step in to help? Why can't Mike DeWine or the state environmental authorities step in to help? The governor's office is powerful. If DeWine puts some pressure on, you'd think the feds would at least tell people what chemicals are in their midst. We're asking the governor's office to do uh, what it will do. We are asking the governor's office what it will do. And that's the end of the text message from the editor of the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Now, I've seen some videos online where the uh, federal authorities have released information that there were more than just vinyl chloride in these train cars, which is dangerous enough. Let's put this in perspective, however. You look at an aerial shot of this accident scene. And there is a large cesspool around these train cars. Okay? And you can't tell me that that's all water from. Cannot tell me that that's water. Probably a lot of water. But there are also chemicals in that water. There just have to be. This thing leaked for a few days before anything was done. And I'm sure it's obvious. I mean, Ray Charles could see and Stevie don't have to wonder that when they blew that thing up, chemicals went everywhere. Okay, so we all get our water. Whether it's a well. A lot of people in that area. It's rural. They have water wells. There are creeks and streams. With dead fish. There are. People. I've seen people posting pictures on uh, Twitter. Because I'm looking through. and I saw Youngstown, Ohio is trending. Something bad must have happened. Uh, A lady putting a. A device into her glass of water and it's reading like 91 chemicals. I don't know what the device was. I'm not an expert, but there were a 91 rating and I know that ain't good. Pure water should be zero. Of course, there is no pure water, but every one of us gets our water from some type of fresh body of water, whether it's a river, a well, a reservoir, something like that, okay, let's, let's look at this situation, there was a derailment, thank God for the firefighters who put themselves in harm's way, local fire departments were the first ones there, and let me tell you, if you are a local firefighter that was at this scene, you need to be getting yourself checked at this point, and you need to continually be checked for your well-being, for your health, because you are at this specific fire. They were pulled about 24 hours later, ish, a day later. We'll say a day, give or take. The firemen were pulled from the scene because it was too dangerous. A one mile radius was evacuated. Not an expert, but I don't know if that one mile is really a gold standard of, hey, if you're a mile and an inch away, you're fine, but if you're within the mile, you're in trouble. You feel me? So, Norfolk Southern came up with the idea. Norfolk Southern, not... And I'm, I, hey, I'm not an expert, but I'm going to take you back in history, and I want you to think about some things. Norfolk Southern said, "Let's blow this up and get it over with, because there's a potential for an explosion. So if we do a controlled release, that will be better." Okay. So Norfolk Southern's opinion. Was get it over and done with. The chemicals were still released into the air and into the water and everywhere around during this explosion. But at least, at the very, very least, and this is, I'm not making an excuse, I'm just stating, at least it was controlled and they knew what time it was going to blow up. That was it. Okay, were there experts consulted? Because just because you're wearing a Norfolk Southern shirt doesn't make you an expert. Just because you're a government bureaucrat, because the Ohio Environmental Protection Agency was around during this, that doesn't make you an expert. I'm talking scientists, engineers, Experts in the human body. And everyone's body will react differently to these chemicals. But were experts consulted? Experts. Railroads and the government have had a relationship going back to the 1800s with, you know, Cornelius Vanderbilt and other railroads. The railroads were the reason for the Interstate Commerce Act. There is a Federal Railroad Administration that creates and enforces rail safety regulations. But who are the experts at making these decisions? People that are engineers, chemical engineers, scientists that deal with chemicals, uh, people that deal with air quality for a living. Those are experts. Let me look you back to a couple years ago, year, year or two ago, we had a pandemic, right? Did we talk to experts During those years of the pandemic, no, we did not. We got consultation from government bureaucrats, government employees, okay, not real world, in the field, virologists and epidemiologists. And now we're looking back and saying a lot of mistakes were made. I don't care which president it was under. I don't care who warp speeded a vaccine out there. I don't care who locked you down. They did not listen to experts. They didn't listen to real world scientists, epidemiologists, and virologists. They listened to people that worked for the government. And that's what we're doing here. They, oh, by the way, during the pandemic and now, they also listen to corporations. So who are we taking our advice from at this point, a week after this controlled release, a week and a half or so, week and a few days after the derailment? We're listening to corporations and government officials, bureaucrats. Okay. Is that a good combination? New. I want to hear from people that work in the field of air particles. You know, how much can a human body take? An expert, someone that's done scientific, peer reviewed research in this. Those are experts. Not because someone wears a fancy suit, not because somebody has a name badge that says, Corporation XYZ. Not because somebody's wearing a shirt or a badge that says government agency ABC. Those are not experts. Okay. What caused this derailment? They don't know that investigation is going to take a long time. But my frantic friend on the phone today mentioned to me that there were rumors, and I don't have time to research this yet, but so I'm saying rumors. The Obama administration rolled back some regulations as to what can be transported on trains. And the Trump administration rolled back some regulations on brakes and axles. Now, if this train had hot axles or hot brakes, I've been driving the roads, I'm a road tripper. There are hills and mountains and things that I've gone over where I can smell the heat from the brakes of a semi-truck. And there have been semi-trucks that have caught fire because the brakes got so hot it caused the trailer to get hot and the uh, items being hauled in the trailer to combust. I don't know if that's what happened here. If it was a brake axle thing, if there was something got overheated and it heated up these uh, chemicals inside and there was an explosion, it could have been a bad track. A lot of things could have happened. We won't know that for a long time. But what it comes down to is, are we safe? You can say, well, it's, you know, big atmosphere, big round planet. Yes, the earth is a sphere. I'm not a flat earther. Might be a little weird, but I'm not a wacko. It's a big ass planet with a big ass atmosphere. That doesn't matter. My body will respond differently from inhaling toxins touching toxins and absorbing them through my skin drinking I'm so I'm a fool I get these bottles of water and I save them and I refill them do you do that they say it's bad for you but anyways uh, your body is gonna respond differently than mine will so you can't ever say that there's this blanket of Safety or fear, uh, fear is not the right word, safe or unsafe for everybody because everyone's body is different. Let me take you back a little further in history. September 11th, 2001. In the aftermath, first responders, firemen, police, EMTs were there. The Environmental Protection Agency, trusted government bureaucracy, right? The EPA said, oh, we've got our air quality monitoring devices up all around ground zero. You're fine. There were firemen for days and weeks trying to get into that rubble, trying to save lives. God bless them. Few years later, what happens? They start coming down with cancer. What's the cause of the cancer? The toxins that were in the air at ground zero in New York. So, if you were, uh, and God bless you, a firefighter, the Ohio State Highway Patrol that was called in to evacuate and maintain a perimeter as well as the National Guardsmen and women, National Guard, that was called in to help out. Get your ass to a doctor and get yourself checked. And continue to get checked. Because you cannot tell me that because a government bureaucrat and a corporate employee said controlled release... Give it a few days, stay a mile away, and you'll be fine. You can't tell me that they are experts on how each and every human body that contacted that, those toxins... Pardon me, my grammar. You can't tell me everyone that came in contact with those toxins is going to react the same way to it. But we need experts... Not government agencies. Not corporate interests. Real scientists. And that's who we need to be getting our advice from. Period. Point blank. And I want my elected officials on this shit. And knowing if it's safe. I know my Congressman Bill Johnson was there uh, touring the area. And I'm sure he got the VIP tour. And bless his heart, he's not an expert. I want answers from my governor, from my state rep, from my state senator, from my congressman, and everyone else. But I want them to consult with experts and scientists. Was there a danger? Absolutely. That's proof. There's never been any denying That there was a danger to the public health from the beginning of this. But how far did that danger spread? And how long is that danger going to linger? In that pool of water cesspool I mentioned a few minutes ago. Around those train cars. How much of that is sinking down into the ground. And into the local water supply. Into the fields. How much of it was washed away by the rain we had a few days ago and into the fields where we're getting our food. Uh, On top of dead fish, I'm hearing about, you know, chickens dying in chicken coops. I, I don't know. Not there, not on the ground, not an expert. But I am a person that cares about people and I want answers and we all as people who live in this area, share this community, share this earth with our neighbors, deserve answers, and we deserve to be safe. So that's the end of the 20-minute rant. Please, first responders, firemen, state troopers, citizens that were in that area, National Guard, God bless you all, but make sure you are healthy And continue to have your health checked after being exposed to these dangerous chemicals. As always, guys, pray for one another. God bless you. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. And yes, I do see the irony in me complaining about air quality and smoking a cigar at the same time. (laughs) Till next panic attack, it's Big John. God bless y'all. Have a good day. That's not me playing the guitar either, by the way.